Welcome to the Amazon Hustle Podcast. Host okay, so um, we can start off by uh, Rudolph. Can you let the people know exactly who you are and what it is and what it is that you actually do? My name is Rudolph Sinor. Um, I sell on Amazon. I primarily do um, online arbitrage, but I do a little bit of wholesale as well. Nice, nice. Okay, so the first question is, how long have you been selling on Amazon and what got you into selling on Amazon? I've been selling on Amazon for a little over two years now. And what, what got me started was, it was just during the pandemic, man. I had a lot of time on my hand. I had uh, my job actually cut into my hours. So I was working less hours and I had some free time. And, you know, just decided to find, try to do something to make a little bit of extra money, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how it's kind of how it started for me. Okay, I know exactly what you mean because I started. I st I signed up for Amazon in July of 2020, which was right before it got really hectic with the whole pandemic stuff. But I didn't start mm -hmm. selling until September because I had to get all my paperwork set together. So right at the beginning, and I started also because I had a full time job, and I was working full time, but I still didn't have any any money. So when you were looking for that thing to help you get some extra money did you try any other things or was amazon like the first thing that you tried yeah well i tried other things but they were not really business related so i did have a second job that i was working on top of my first job mm -hmm. and on top of that i was doing um i was always doing side hustles like um driving uber uber eats things like that instacart right just any little thing man to make some extra bucks right so how did you find amazon was it i was it like a famous well not famous was it like an amazon youtuber was it an ad or like how did you find it well the way i well i've, I've seen all the ads about amazon before but what really got me started was i have a cousin who actually started selling on amazon oh, okay. and he started selling on amazon in july he started before i think he's no he started in june so I just remember him showing me what he's doing and maybe like a week or two after he started, I remember uh, he showed me his um, screenshot of how much sales he had and he had like $300, $300 worth of sale for that day. And that was kind of like mind blowing to me at that time. I was like, what? And that's when I went like, I think maybe that same day I, I went and started uh, and I applied. So pretty much you was already primed to find something and Amazon just like your cousin showing you like it's possible. You were like, all right, that's what I need to do. And you were just ready to go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you signed up before you fully understood how it all worked or did you do some YouTube research or what? Um, I didn't really do much research, man. Since just he was doing it and it. I saw he had the results. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> let's go. You know, so like, me, I mean, I don't mind yeah. taking a chance, man. It's like, you know, what's the worst that can happen? You know, exactly. That the is, thing is, it's free. I'm, I'm not putting up money to apply. You know, you right. just, you just apply. <laughs> right. That's like one of the things that I tell people. Like a lot of people will say, "Oh, I want to start selling on Amazon," or "Oh, it, it doesn't even have to be Amazon. It could be any, anything." But then they get stuck in that I'm doing research phase, and, and, and I'm always like, "Bro, just jump off the mountain and learn how to fly on your way down." Like, cause that's how most of us learned. Like none of us knew everything when we first started. Most of the stuff that we know now is cause we like learned how not to do it and then how to fix that problem. So just do it and, and, and then you'll learn. 
Um, did your cousin teach exactly. you how to? I mean, you can do as much research as you want, but you're really gonna learn once you start. There, there's no substitute for starting. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, when you signed up, did um did your cousin teach you how to do OA or like how like how like how did you fall into doing oh um doing online arbitrage? Well, we kind of learned together. So he 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 had only been selling two weeks before me. So mm -hmm. he was just as much of a beginner as I was. So we just kind of like binge watched a lot of YouTube videos, man. You know, um, a lot of Amazon lit content. <laughs> Watch me. Amazon, I just interviewed Eric. Those type of big sellers. Yeah. So we just watched a lot of their content, man. And we just kind of learned together and we helped each other out. So is, so is your cousin still selling now? Yeah, he is. Nice, nice. Okay, with online arbitrage, um, what categories do you look to sell in? Well, I don't, I don't try to limit myself to any um, specific category, but so far, the ca the categories that I've found more success with have been uh, groceries have done pretty well for me. Uh, beauty has done pretty good. Uh, also, home and kitchen. And recently, oh. I've been selling more items like apparel and shoes and things like that so when you say home and kitchen do you mean like forks and, and pans and, and like stuff like that because that's something that i've been trying to slowly get into also yeah stuff like that uh containers like anything you can eat you can drink from mm. uh, like cups jars stuff like that nice nice um when you're doing your sourcing like do you have like a set ROI that you want to see or how do you work that in? I do. Um, so in the beginning, when I first started, uh, the ROI was crazy. So I remember those, those first few months I was selling, most of my items had like 100% ROI. Oh, wow. Because it was retail arbitrage. They were rare things to find. And yeah, the ROI was pretty good. So for a long time, I was kind of spoiled in my ROI expectation was very very high <laughs> mm -hmm. but over time it kind of went down especially as i scale and i started spending more and more money so right now a, a good amount that i look for in terms of roi is like if i can do 35 40 percent and then it's consistent I'll, I'll take that all day nice um when you're doing sourcing for online arbitrage like do you have like set times that you do it like how do like okay how do you go about doing your online um sourcing do you do it in the mornings do you do it at night do you have like three hours that you set aside like how do you do that yeah i like doing it in the morning so when i wake up well not exactly when i wake up but at some point in the morning it's typically one of the first things that i do but i don't limit myself to just in the morning you know so sometimes i do it in the afternoon as well and maybe at night but typically i, I do prefer to do it to do it in the morning before I do anything else. Okay. And what um, what tools, applications, or software do you use to help you decide whether to buy or whether not to buy an item? Honestly, I, I, I don't use much tools. Uh, besides Keeper, of course. I use Keeper. But for the most part, what I do is, uh, you know, reverse sourcing from, like, other sellers and and typically roll from there. I don't do uh yeah many I don't use many I don't use tactical arbitrage or no okay most of the other softwares I don't really use. 
Can you explain what re what reverse sourcing is? Because I know what storefront sur- sourcing is. So what is re so what is reverse sourcing? I guess it's kind of like the same thing. Storefront stalking is probably what I meant to say. Um, oh, but reverse sourcing. It, yeah, I guess it's more storefront stalking. That's <laughs> what I meant to say. Okay, well, can you explain what that is? Well, you can reverse sourcing in terms of like from a site. So I can go to a site and see that they have a sale. And I can like find the items that are on sale and I can revert and go and look for them on Amazon. That's that's a method okay. that I use. Yeah. Okay. So basically you just go to the sites that that are having sales and then those items that are on sale, you just plug them into Amazon and then use the keeping yeah. information to determine if you're gonna buy it or not. Yes. Okay. That's is there any good. reason is there any reason why you don't use anything like seller like seller amp or tactical arbitrage or things like that? Um, I, I've tried tactical arbitrage before. I just feel like um, I, when I was using it, a lot of their products that I was getting from there, they were like tanking very fast. Um, so that's kind of why I stopped using it. Because um, I've never used Seller Amp. I've never used Seller Amp, but I, I've heard a lot of good things um, about it. So I'll probably start using it soon, just testing it around, seeing how I like it, see if it's something that I can use. So I'll probably do seller amp soon do you have any vas i don't i don't have any vas uh it's just myself i do have uh two people that helps me pack and prep sometimes mm-hmm. but i don't have any um vas are you interested in getting a va to help you out with sourcing so you can maybe kind of step back or just increase your um sourcing ability yeah i think in the future it's it's very possible it's an option uh, I just feel like I haven't gotten to that point yet where mm-hmm. I would need a VA. I just feel like for the most part, the items that I buy, it doesn't take me a lot of time and I can typically find it myself. Right. Um, when you're sourcing, what would you consider a good day? Like how many products would you consider is a good day of sourcing? Mm-hmm. I wouldn't, I wouldn't um, base it on how much products that I found fine but more so how much money i can spend so it depends on based on my spending goal right so every Mm -hmm. month i would have different spending goal and as long as i can reach that spending goal i feel like that's a uh that's a good day okay so basically you'll say in september i have a spend goal of thirty thousand, which is like what 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 Mm -hmm. is that like a thousand every every single day day, so yeah and then as long as you spend that thousand then you're like you're on the right track that's a solid day yeah Nice, nice. Okay. Um, I want to go back a little bit, bit. When you saw your cousin was doing this Amazon stuff and you signed up for it, did you believe that it will work then, or was it just like, let me see if this is if if um this is going to work, or you knew it was going to work? Yeah, I did believe it was it was going to work, but honestly, not to this extent. My expectations were reason why I felt comfortable starting is my expectations were to just make a, a few hundred bucks. I was not mm-hmm. planning on really investing more than a few hundred bucks. So I was right. like, okay, a few hundred bucks. I make a few hundred bucks. You know, why not? Let's get it rolling. <laughs> that was that was how I approached it. So at what point in these two years did it turn over to where you're like, oh, shit, this actually is like a real thing that can actually, like, take over and I don't have to work anymore and I can really scale this to something special? Like, when did that happen? Mm-hmm. Honestly, that happened right away because I started oh, okay. selling 
I think I got my first sale in like July. Mm-hmm. And August, I I did uh twenty thousand. That August, I did twenty thousand in revenue. And that August, I made more than I was making at my job. So right when that happened, that kind of lit a light bulb. Like, oh, this is real. This can be uh you know something serious. When did you decide to quit your job? I think I really, um, so when that happened, that kind of sparked the light bulb that, okay, I can't possibly walk away from my job one day, but I think I made the decision sometimes around November. And then, um, in November I wrote the draft, I wrote the resignation letter. And then, um, I think like two weeks before new year's, I sent it in and I told them that December 30th would be my last day. Nice. So since December, December 30th, 2020, I've been, 2020. I've been full-time. Okay, what did your friends and family say once once they found out that you quit your stable job or whatever to start selling to start selling cups and um Legos on online? Um honestly, when it first happened, I didn't really tell much people. Right. <laughs> I was just doing my I was just doing my thing, you know. So, but Whenever I told people, I was kind of already, whenever I started telling more and more people, I was Mm kind of already more established and successful. So people didn't have any like weird look, I I, I would say. Right. Oh, congrats. That's, that's, that's dope. What is one tip you can give people that are thinking about starting, but haven't started yet? Cause they think maybe it's a scam or it actually doesn't work. Um, I would, I would tell people just start, man, you know, but. I would tell people just start because how would you, but the thing with selling on Amazon is there's really not that much upfront things required. Like how would you get scammed? It's, it's, it's kind of hard to get scammed, <laughs> right? Cause like when you start selling, if you choose the individual account, you don't get charged anything until you start getting actual sales. Sure. Right. And when you're buying products, if you want to, you can really go to Walmart and buy like $30 worth of products, mm-hmm. which you can return if it doesn't work. So there's, there's, you know, <laughs> I would say we just start, man, you know, there's no better opportunity that you can start something with very little capital. Yeah. And then also, even if you were just to buy like 30 to $50 worth of stuff at Walmart, even if you tried to sell it and none of it sold, like, be honest with yourself. Like, what would you have done with that fifty? With that fifty dollars, you probably would have bought a month's exactly. worth of Starbucks or a couple of packs of cigarettes or who knows. You would have messed that money up yeah. any anyway. Yeah. So it pretty much doesn't cost you anything to just give it a shot. Yeah. So, do you recommend that people start with the end with the individual account or go straight to the professional account? I I, I do recommend the professional account because I feel like it holds you accountable you know that 40 hours is coming that you have you want to get at least 40 sales i feel like if you're if you're doing it the right way there's no reason you shouldn't get 40 sales right if you have the right guidance and you're putting in the work you want to get at least that i think it'll hold you accountable so i would suggest that yeah and i also i also said like i get why some people will want to go with the individual account when they first start but i think it's like kind of hindering yourself because when you get the individual account you can't use any um any third party um things like 
um, a third party lister or a repricer or, or, or like anything like that. You don't have access to the buy box, which is really, really important because like 65% of people who buy on Amazon go through the buy box. So you don't get that. And then you don't get access to like all these other reports that are really important to you to know how you're doing. So, I mean, like I just say, just skip the individual and go straight to the um, professional and just risk that 40, that $40 that you would have wasted on something else when you like, I mean, just, just give it, just take $200 and jump into it and then see what happens. What's the worst that can happen? Definitely. I agree. I agree. Just make that investment and, and, and commit. Don't be afraid uh, to invest. Exactly. Um, I want to tell you, you create a lot of um, Amazon-related content on Instagram. What made you want to, like, jump out and, like, start, like, telling other people how to, well, not telling, but showing other people what you do and giving tips and tricks on how to sell on Amazon? Yeah, I think what kind of started was I just, um, I was just getting a lot of questions, you know. Even in my personal personal life, people were always asking me, well, how do you sell and what do you do? And whenever I share something online, people would ask again more and more questions. So that's kind of like where the idea came from to just post out content and help people. And I think it's it's also in a way giving back because when I first started content and watching other people post free stuff on the internet really helped me out a lot as a beginner. So it's just kind of like, you know, a passing of the torch, just sharing content, hopefully even if one person can learn from it, then mm -hmm. that's that's good. Yeah, I like that. That's honestly like one of the main it's reasons also why I a, a good tool. Yeah, what what I also wanted to add is it's also a good tool to network and and um connect with other sellers. So that's pretty a cool aspect of it as well. That was um that was going to be my next question. How important do you think it is for new Amazon sellers to like they don't have to become Amazon content creators and come up with a YouTube channel, but how important do you think it is for them to connect with other Amazon sellers and to like network with them? I think it's big time. You know, um finding a few other people who are like-minded, who are going in the same direction that you are going. You know, it's essentially a mastermind. You know, if you can find a solid group of four or five people you can connect with and you can work as a team and you guys help each other, I think it's invaluable. You can't put a price on that. Exactly. Like, I have a quick story that when I first started selling on Amazon, I was selling used books. And like I said, I started right before the whole pandemic happened. And when it started to get thick in the pandemic and they closed down all the stores, all the thrift shops got closed down too. So my pipeline to get any used books was just shot. And I was like, all right, well, I guess that's the end of Amazon. Let me move on to the next thing. But I had already started to network with other Amazon sellers. And my mentor was, was like, all right, well, you can't sell books, but why don't you sell? No, she was, no, she was like, okay, you can't sell books because all the stores are closed. But do you know one store that will never close no matter what happens? And then I'm like, what? And she's like, grocery stores. Because people always got to eat. So why don't you just sell groceries? And I didn't even know that that was possible to sell groceries. I was still brand new at Amazon. Mm -hmm. But if I didn't network with other people, I wouldn't be where I am at today. So I really believe that networking with other sellers is really, really, really important. And then, like I said, you don't have to be a content creator or do all that. But just find, like you said, a couple of people that you resonate with that maybe y'all have like the like, like a like-minded type of mind. And that will help you out so much. <clears throat> Definitely. Okay. Um, as a business owner, 
how do you go about paying yourself and making sure that you, because like you don't have your job any, anymore. So how do you go about paying yourself and making sure that you have an, enough money to do the things that you need to do? Yeah. So basically what I do, um, I still reinvest most of my money in the business. So I typically, I still pay myself a similar salary to what I was getting paid at my job. So <laughs> I've just been reinvesting everything. You know, I live pretty modestly. I don't do anything super grand. So that's, that's kind of what has been my approach so far. Do you have any points or do you like, do you have any thoughts of later on to start doing some super grand things with like your hard earned money that you got and like your hard earned so? Success? Like, do you have any goals of, I don't know, getting a Tesla or a Lamborghini or I don't know? Um, I think it will come because mm -hmm. what, what I, the, the the most grand thing I guess in the, that I've been doing is a little bit of traveling here and there. Um, nothing crazy, but but I do want a Tesla though. It's interesting that you brought that up. So I want um, one too. That'll probably come soon. We'll see. Right. How do you plan on scaling your business? Like just by doing what you're doing, but just in, increasing it. Like, what type of things do you plan to scale to? The, or like, do you even want to scale? Like, what is your overall goal first? Mm -hmm. Well, I do want to scale, and I think uh, one way to do so. I mean, I love online arbitrage. That's mostly what I do right now. But I do think wholesale gives me a better chance to scale to where I want to get to. So, one way that I do plan to scale is just by focusing more on that aspect, you know, just trying to secure more suppliers and just getting more products in that way. Right. Have you started doing wholesaling now or is this something that you want to do in the future? Yeah, um, I do have a few wholesale accounts. Um, I did attend the ASD trade show a couple weeks ago now and I did speak with some suppliers there that I purchased from this week. So okay. that's pretty cool and I'm looking forward to working with more do you use any um, prep centers or do you prep everything yourself? I do use a prep center. So it's it's kind of half and half. So some of my stuff go to the prep center and some stuff comes to me. How do you how do you determine what goes to the prep center and what comes to you? It's kind of just based off the sales tax, honestly. Uh, the things that come to the things that are sales tax, the things that I can get sales tax exemptions from they get i get them shipped to me and the things that uh i have to pay sales tax i get them shipped to my prep center that's in a tax-free state okay nice nice um do you have a plan like do you want to have everything end up going to a prep center or do you want to keep it the way that you have it now with what stuff that you can get sales tax tax exempt comes to you and then what does have sales and then and then what doesn't well what you can get sales tax exempt goes to your private label i mean goes to your prep center right yeah um i think i think moving forward as i scale it will be more easier for me to have more stuff in-house right especially if when i start moving more and more units from wholesale i think it gets to a point where it would make more sense financially to just mm -hmm. have things uh shipped to me especially when i'm buying wholesale i already get um sales tax wave off anyway so right. as it as a scale, I think it would make more sense to have things come to me. That makes sense. Do you do everything out of out of your house now, or do you have like a storage, a storage unit, or a warehouse, or? Mm -hmm. 
I do have a storage unit that I use. For so a little bit in the beginning, they were coming to my house. In the beginning, okay. they were coming to my house, and and that was not fun at all. <laughs> did your neighbors ever did your neighbors ever ask why you're getting 50 packages a day or or like something like that yeah all the time all the time <laughs> um, there was always a bunch of boxes at my door almost every day right it was crazy <laughs> how much money do you think somebody needs to have to start selling online arbitrage for online arbitrage i would say um I would say about five to five hundred bucks, five hundred bucks to a thousand is a good amount. Because I mean, you have to get set up. When you think of, it depends on um, how committed you are. When right. you think of the things that you're gonna need, the softwares, uh, your printer alone is gonna be about one eighty bucks. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if you decide to get coaching, somebody to help you, that's gonna be a little bit more. So. Someone can squeeze it in and start with less, but if you truly commit it, I would just say get all the things that you know you're going to need anyway and spend that money because it's going to make your life easier. Right. Um, speaking of coaching, have you done any courses? Have I taken any or? Yeah. Have you taken, have you taken any? Yeah. So recently, I believe a couple of weeks ago, I signed up for uh Miles coaching program. I'm not sure what, yeah. what he calls it. The road, yeah. the road map, something. Yeah, not not the roadmap though. It's uh, oh his oh his mentorship. I guess it's more like a one on one. Yeah, yeah, his, yeah his yeah his mentorship. Yeah, his mentorship. Nice. Yeah, um, I talked to him up, up about that, and I plan to start selling in the states by the end of this. Like at the end of Q4, I want to start selling in the states also. So I'm gonna to talk to him and then probably um probably do his um mentorship also. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Um, what does your day look like? How do you structure your day? Um, and typically I wake up, I go to the gym, uh, come back, eat, start doing some sourcing, and then uh. I would go to my storage, get some things prepped, speak with uh, the people that's there, kind of like give them directions what I want them to do for the day. Mm -hmm. And then um, from there on out, I, I just do whatever. That's pretty much the main things that I need to do for the business. Right. right. Um, I wanted to ask you about this. Uh, in our community of Amazon sellers and just resellers overall, I think fitness is not really talked about and it's like one of the first things that get through to the back burner. So how important do you think fitness is for like overall life and for Amazon sellers and like that type of thing? Cause, cause you think about it if like when we're doing online sourcing, um, online um, arbitrage and things like that, we're really just sitting around the whole day and not being that active. So how important do you think fitness is? I think it's very important. You know, um, whenever, I, whenever I work out, I do feel better. You know, mm -hmm. and like you said, when with, with online arbitrage, you don't have to leave your house. You can literally sit all day and that can be what you do for work. You know, that can be your whole day. So just definitely getting out and being active. I think that's mm -hmm. that's very important. For my last question that I like to ask my um, the guests that come onto my podcast is, do you think anybody can become a full time Amazon seller or do you have to have like a special skill or like a special, special, um, special talent? 
I feel like anyone can do it, man. Anyone can do it. It's it's not you don't have to be a, a special person, you know. When you really think about the things that you need is one, the information. You know, you have to know what you're doing. Uh, two, you need to have capital, but that comes over time. Once as you start small and you build, you build, you will accrue more and more capital. Uh, right, and then you just need the mindset, the willingness to continue to learn because things always change. Right, and don't be afraid to take some risk here and there. That's that's important, and. Just also know how to be resilient because you will take some losses along the way. But yeah, as long as you can do all those things, I, I don't see why anyone wouldn't be able to do it full time. Right. Okay. Um, Rudolph, how can the people get in contact with you if they want to follow your journey or ask you questions or or any or anything like that? Mm-hmm. They can follow me on Instagram, uh, which is Sinor Investments. Uh, it's C-I-N-O-R underscore investments, I-N-V-E-S-T-M-E-N-T-S. Um, follow me there. I think I'm also on TikTok. It's the same thing. <laughs> you think? Yeah. Well, I am on TikTok. I think it's the same <laughs> name. I'm not sure if it's the same name. I don't, okay. I don't use TikTok much. Yeah. I'm not really I'm not really into TikTok either. Yeah. All right, man. Well, I appreciate you giving me the chance to um, come onto the podcast and kind of give the people some gems. Join Lewis every Friday to discuss all things related to running a successful Amazon business, including interviews from other successful six and seven figure Amazon sellers. Subscribe to Lewis's YouTube channel to see the podcast in video format and to learn how to start selling on Amazon. Don't forget to like and share the podcast on your social media accounts.